It's November 18, 2020. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, and we got some great guests today, and I want to get right into it. I'd like to welcome Guy Kawasaki. He's a Apple Fellow, Chief Evangelist of Canva, creator of Remarkable People Podcast, and of course, most importantly, he's a graduate of Iolani School along with, uh, you know, that's my alma mater as well. Steve Arbach, he's the former director of PCAT and interim director of the Office of Innovation and Commercialization over at UH. And, of course, uh, they're both here to share some thoughts and insights about innovation for the new normal and, of course, how is Hawaii going to get out of uh, the situation that it's in in the post-pandemic world. Welcome to Bite Marks Cafe, Guy and Steve. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us, Bert. So, Steve, we'll, um, you know, let's start off with you just to give us a kind of recap because, you know, last week was the innovation for the new normal, and that was a, a great, really, you know, three days of, of, of UH kind of showcasing some of the things that they're doing. And, and you, you uh, moderated a panel on uh, digital innovations for the new normal. Maybe you can sort of recap uh, how, the, how the whole sort of session went. Yeah, hey, thanks, Bert. You know, it was uh, four days of lively uh, conversation. Day one, this was all last week, two hours every day, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, took Wednesday off. But day one was resilient food systems in the COVID era. Day two was innovations in healthcare. Day three was digital innovations for the new normal, as you mentioned. And then day four was next steps to a resilient, healthy, innovative recovery. And we, had, we opened it up to the community, and uh, surprisingly, we had about 600 registrants uh, every day, uh, between two and 400 participants uh, dialed in. You know, on the front end, we had a keynote from uh, Nainoa Thompson and President Lasner. On the back end, we had none other than the great uh, guy Kawasaki with a keynote and, and, and others across the panel. So it was very, very successful, and uh, some key points uh, that came out through the conversations, Bert. Yeah, so we'll we'll get a little bit into the you know what your thoughts on the uh, digital innovation piece was, but guy, I want to welcome you to Bite Marsh Cafe, and of course, you know, uh, Thank you. you know the one of the reasons I I, I really listened to the uh, you know the webinar that the UH put on was the fact that you were on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you know day, you know yeah <laughs> well I love the I love the uh, format that uh, you do where you kind of you know sort of identify the top ten. Uh, tips and in this case it was kind of the um, tips for for innovation and you know I, I don't want to have you reprise you know that 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 top ten but I did want you to you know maybe maybe think, tell us a little bit about what you thought about what the, what you wanted to cover in uh, that keynote and and what what maybe maybe was the messages that you wanted to get across. Sure. So the first message I wanted to get across is that people have to understand that this pandemic is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So it's not 100 yards or 100 meters, it's 26 miles. And you could also make the case that it's not only a marathon, it's a marathon plus decathlon, because you need to have 10 different kinds of skills, not just running. So that's number one, to understand that, you know, know, it's terrific that there are two vaccines coming with 95% efficacy. But until, you know, I don't know what the number is, but... Uh, 270 million people take it twice or you know, whatever it takes. It's not like all of a sudden the, the vaccine ships on December 1st and on December 2nd, it's back to normal. That, that just isn't going to happen. 
And in fact, uh, the illnesses and deaths right now are peaking. Mm-hmm. So before we get this vaccine, um, there's going to be a lot of pain and suffering. So we're, we're, it's about to get worse, not better. Yeah. So no. that's you know, number one. Number two is to ask the question, you know, knowing what you know, seeing what you're seeing, and your insight, your passion, your vision, you know, ask the question, therefore what? So if you, if you know that there's going to be this pandemic and it's going to be a long haul, you know, what product or service? Do, do you need something that tracks uh, with your smartphone, contact with other people who have the coronavirus? Is it to make a better online learning system? Is it to, you know, uh, thin out your, your product line, uh, make it a smaller product line, but have better inventory control? And is it to reduce your dependence on manufacturing in China? Because God only knows, you know, we're in a trade war with China, and who knows what's going to happen, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So the question is, therefore, what? So in, in terms of your, your sort of recommendation for uh, these, these tips to really think about, I mean, do you, do you couch them depending on who your audience is? Like, you know, is it, is it different for an audience in Hawaii versus, like, let's say, an audience uh, in, in, you know, the Bay Area? Uh, I I don't think it's really different. I mean, the principles are same. The marathon is going to be here. The marathon is going to be where you are. Mm -hmm. Uh, People here should ask, therefore, what? People there should ask, therefore, what? Um, I I don't think it's really different. And, you know, one sort of ironic uh, positive development of the pandemic is that before the pandemic, you could make the case that geographic location – uh, was really a key aspect of a business, right? So if you are in Hawaii and your potential investors are in Silicon Valley, uh, you know, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and now um, everybody's doing everything by virtual meetings. So does it matter if you're in Honolulu or does it matter if you're in Menlo Park? It really doesn't. You are just a window on Zoom. So in a sense, that could work to Hawaii's benefit, um, another thing, you know, I, I, I saw a few articles about this, but you, you might want to say for Hawaii, listen, Hawaii is dependent on tourism, right? Duh. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are not going to get on a plane right now and go to Hawaii, even if the 14-day quarantine is not true, even if you just have to take a test, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I won't get on a plane right now. Um, I'm not going to, you know, sit six hours in a in a steel tube mm-hmm. with God knows who. So, so you know, but if you think about it, you know, I have two kids who one works for Google, the other works for eBay. Uh, they, they haven't been in the office since April. They're not going to go into the office until who knows when in 2021. And so uh, could they move to Hawaii for six months and work virtually? The answer is yes, they could do that. So, you know, maybe this is a time where you can convince talent to move to Hawaii, work virtually. You know, Hawaii has good connectivity, you know, good internet access. So move to Hawaii, work, live in paradise. And then some of those people will decide to never leave. So you would have a reverse brain drain. Um, if if my 
kids were not in school, I could do everything I do in Hawaii. I could move to Hawaii, you know, easily. But I'm in a predicament where my kids are going to go to school eventually, so I cannot move. But my two older boys, it does not matter where they live. Wow. So have they, you know, okay, so have they been to Hawaii? Maybe maybe we can uh, have them come live in Hawaii, work for Google and eBay from Hawaii, and, and maybe well, they have the dad come visit. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that is certainly um, one thing, but I, I think you know, Mufi Hanneman and you guys should get together and say, all right, so let's see if we can figure out a way to make such an enticing package for tech people to work virtually in Hawaii. And, you know, the beauty of Hawaii is that you're not going into another country, right? So, yeah, yes, you could go work in Cabo virtually mm-hmm. for Google or for eBay. But the thought of getting on an airplane, landing in Mexico, who knows what's going to happen there? Who knows coming back what's going to happen? You know, what if the U.S. says, well, we're closing our borders? You're coming back from Mexico, no can do. I don't care if you're American, you no can do. Mm-hmm. But Hawaii last I checked, is still part of the United States. <laughs> so, you know, the, the tax structure, the laws, That's right. you know, the, the social conventions are all the same, plus there's the aloha spirit. So, you know, maybe there's a way you guys can figure out. Uh, and the way you could really do this is you go to Microsoft, you go to Apple, you go to Google, you go to these companies, you say, listen, we want to build a facility or and make a facility or enhance a way for you to offer to your employees work for google live in hawaii and we're working with the state of hawaii and we're making that happen okay okay guy guy okay no you are you're hitting some great ideas that we have been wrestling with and so the whole remote work opportunity here in hawaii is definitely something that we want to uh, chase after now. I want to. I want to hold that thought because I do want to talk to you a little bit more about that. Because the key is, how do we get to those right people at Google? It's not like I can pick up the phone and you know talk to anybody. You know, I don't know Larry Page at uh, at Google or anything. So, how do we get to the right people? Wait, wait we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation. Great conversation with Guy Kawasaki and Steve Arbach about digital innovation and how do we make Hawaii an attractive place to work in the new normal. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, Bavarian Motor Experts, and Hawaii Naturopathic Retreat Center. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Guy Kawasaki. He's the chief evangelist of Canva, creator of Remarkable People podcast, and of course, Steve Arbach, interim director of the Office of Innovation and Commercialization over at UH. And we're talking about innovating Hawaii into the post-pandemic world. And right before the break, you know, uh, independent. I didn't. I didn't even tell Guy to talk about this, but you know, Guy came up with the idea. Why don't we do remote work? What you know, there's a definite value that Hawaii can offer to people because of just the the climate, the aloha spirit, just the connectivity that we have. I mean, you know, obviously people can work from Hawaii for the tech companies. So guy, how do we how do we get how do we get to the right people at those companies? I mean like uh you, you mentioned Amazon, you mentioned Microsoft, you mentioned Google. I mean uh you probably know 
Jeff Bezos. I don't I don't know him, so you can connect I, me I up or what? Jeff Bezos. I, I don't hang around billionaires, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, you know, it's not the CEO. You, right. you need a VP of HR. Mm-hmm. That's as high as you need to go. Even that might be too high. Um, so, and and who would it be on your end? It would be Thomas Ige. So the governor calls up the VP of HR of Google. That's how it's going to happen. Oh, you mean David, David Ige. I mean, David Ige. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, or, or, you know who else? It could be uh, Maisie Hirono, U.S. Senator call. These these guys would answer that phone, or these gals, whoever, you know, VP of HR. Mm-hmm, U.S. Mm-hmm. Senator calls, absolutely they'll take that call. Mm, good idea. I mean, like... Uh, I definitely talk uh, frequently with uh, you know Senator Schatz's office, and, and maybe that's something that they mm-hmm. could uh, they could chime in on. So, so Steve, uh, are you taking notes? Are you taking notes? I mean, how- <laughs> uh, yeah. But here's one thing I just wanted to add to that: what what guys talking about from a university standpoint? You think about talent and workforce development. Imagine what that does to the students graduating uh, University of Hawaii. Right? They can go either to a, a brand like that the guy talked about or they can go to our recognized brands here like you know folks that i had on the on the panel mm-hmm. Erfco and ek and team praxis and nsa hawaii etc and the value of that imagine that you've got somebody that worked at google for a little while and they said you know what too large too big too bureaucratic don't know them to go to a company like data house or Surfco where they do know me and i can add all mm-hmm. that i learned at the googles of the world to a data house or to a Surfco and help raise the bar for our local companies. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's uh, the, the some of the companies that you had on your panel, uh, Steve, uh, like uh, the folks over at uh, Surfco and the kind of innovations that Surfco is doing. Uh, just you know, you you would think that they're you know they're into cars, right? But uh, they definitely leverage a lot of uh, innovations in terms of uh, you know AI and, and the digital world. And then I think on on the final day they had the uh, folks from um, Paul Yokota from uh, FCH, uh, which includes Zippies, and and they have a lot of innovations going on there. Yeah, and I think people didn't realize it. Going back to the Surfco with Peter Dames and his his leadership guy. I don't know if you you were able to dial into the Thursday session, but you know, taking a page out of your book, Rules of the Revolutionary, eat like a bird and poop like an elephant. Peter's actually <laughs> his group is doing that. Agile development. He's got two hundred people that are trained in agile. He's got data scientists. Huh. He's got people in Oracle background. He's doing UI UX. He's developing his own content. We need At more companies. Zippies? Like this. Yeah. No, this is Surfco. Surfco, Surfco. Surfco, which oh, is Surfco, a, Surfco, you know, Surfco. Auto, well, known you know, for auto. Surfco, Surfco has that great uh, car sharing service called Hui, yeah. mm-hmm. which which I use every time I come to Hawaii. Well, you know, I was talking to Peter uh, yesterday, and, and he was telling me about, you know, just the fact that they're pioneering hydrogen, hydrogen for cars. And, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think... Uh, People don't know that the the kinds of things that are happening over at Surfco are really pushing the pushing the envelope with technology. Yeah, in fact, Bert, some of that out of our Hawaii Natural Energy Institute, uh, uh, Rick Rocklow's group, they're doing some hydrogen, and there's actually buses up on on the Big Island, and they're running passengers in those buses, all hydrogen powered. So, so guy, yeah. so you you made some suggestions. I mean, we gotta we gotta get to the right people. We gotta get to the VP of HR. We gotta get the right you know levels to to call them up. Uh, once once that happens, I mean, what does the what does the company need to 
here? I mean, what 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 would would convince them to actually take any kind of offer serious? Given the fact well, that we don't have a whole lot of money either. Well, I mean, but you have a lot of spare rooms right now, don't you? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, every night, every night, those empty rooms are empty. I mean, what? Like, you know, <laughs> if you gave away the room for free and charge them for the honor bar, you would be better off, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't know how this kind of business works, but I'm telling you that it seems to me that Listen, I'm making this all up on the fly. I don't, I don't know how you know people would think, but it seems to me that to be able to say to a company, okay, so you know, we, we, we you know, tourism is dead in Hawaii. We got a lot of condos. We got a lot of stuff. We're, we're going to make it so that your employees can work remotely. It's a morale builder for them. You know, blah blah blah. Um, they're working in paradise. You know, and. Uh, yeah, put a package together, man. I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know how exactly to do this, but and I'm not saying it's possible, but it's something to think about. Well, you know, hey, uh, hey, guy, real quick on this on this thought. So you're the uh, evangelist for Canva, and you had Melanie Perkins on your Remarkable People podcast. I listened to it, which was great. Mm-hmm. She's an innovator. She's growing, right? Her organization. They can work virtually. You're working virtually. How about a conversation with Melanie, the CEO? We set up a footprint of Canva employees in Hawaii. Uh, Who knows? I mean, we have a big footprint in Sydney, obviously. We have a big footprint in the Philippines. We have a big footprint in China. Um, But, okay, so from, from the company's perspective, there's got to be some compelling reason why Hawaii Right. Right. So what what is the reason? And, you know, lots of sunshine is not the reason. It's yeah. got to be something that's the hook. Like in the Philippines, you know, labor is really inexpensive, highly educated people speaking fluent English. OK, so. Yeah. You, you know, what I'm saying that that like makes sense for Hawaii. Um, I mean, for the Philippines. So you, you got to be thinking about well, how do you, how do you build that kind of argument for Hawaii? So what you're saying, guys, that uh, in addition to the you know obviously got to get the qualified workforce, but the qualified workforce has to have some value proposition beyond just you know being qualified. I mean, they got to be yeah. You know, it's got to be inexpensive, or it's got to be. You know, you know. Let's say specific uh, cultural aspect of it, or or maybe there's some uh, you know in terms of uh, a value of right. I don't know programming acumen or something. Something. I mean, it's not going to be because you know we have more malasadas than you do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And and so I, I think I think part of it is you know it's hard to answer that question right now because. Unless you know companies start to build some critical mass, and we're we're, we're at the stage where we're, we're sort of at the beginning of this idea of doing remote work, and and guy, you know I'm I, you know we're gonna enlist you in as one of our evangelists, but uh, there will be there will be shortly a uh, an announcement about uh, some uh, remote work opportunity here in Hawaii, and uh, uh, in fact, you know I I think maybe I will share a little bit more about that uh, after this short break. We're gonna hold that thought. 
Uh, we'll be back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with Guy Kawasaki, Steve Arbach, and we're talking about thriving in the new normal. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Chaminade University and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to the great Guy Kawasaki. He's the chief evangelist of Canva, creator of Remarkable People podcasts, and Steve Arbach, interim director over at the Office of Innovation and Commercialization. And, of course, we're talking about Hawaii and how it can thrive in the new normal. You know, right before the break, we're talking about, uh, obviously, this topic that uh, is of interest, remote work, and uh, you know, the idea that uh, there is going to be something coming up, and, and let me just, you know, sort of, uh, uh, I don't want to, you know, steal anybody's thunder, but there's going to be some breaking news uh, maybe at the end of this month, and uh, there's, a, there's a program called uh, Movers and Shaka, and uh, it's, it's basically kind of what you just uh, talked about, Guy. It's, it's kind of like a program around six months where people can actually look at uh, – Coming to Hawaii, working for six months, and 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 checking checking it out, seeing how how it uh, fares, and and I think part of what we're very interested in is, you know, how does it work? Does it work for them? Do, you know, are there are there interests in perhaps uh, sticking around longer? I mean, and we're kind of directing this toward the uh, Kama Aina uh, come home because a lot of the kids that have gotten degrees and they've uh, gotten great jobs. Uh, but now are working at home, you know, like like uh, in, in your case, uh, uh, your kids are, you know, if they're working at Google, but they're not going into the office. I mean, there's a lot of Kamaina that are kind of in that situation. Maybe there's a chance for them to come back and, and, and check out working, you know, working uh, here. And, and I think there's uh, some deals that uh, are going to be crafted with the with the hotels to uh, provide, you know, living space. And, and uh, we've got uh, uh, Zippies is definitely involved with this. So. You know, there's a lot of little perks right. that are going on uh, to to put this program together. So, so guy and and everybody listening, I'm going to put you on the spot. So, what you want to help us uh, evangelize this? Well, sure, why not? Okay, hey Steve, well you, you got him. That's great, but you know one thing, and it's not an either or. And I think Guy would vibe on this as well as you, Bert. Right. So it's great to bring in the, the brands that, that we're talking about. What also, in parallel, we need to be inventing and starting businesses of our own here in Hawaii, whether it's a knowledge center for game design or the movie industry or you know, the, the next AI solution platform, whatever the case may be. And when you do both of those things, guess what it does to our community? We accelerate at a much greater rate. Well, you know, Guy brought it up in the beginning when he talked about one of his top tips, right? And it's the, it's the therefore what? And so even for us, Steve, I mean, you know, we have to figure out if we got people here and we got them, you know, thinking about working from Hawaii and, and, and maybe there's a cohort of them that are part of the tech sector and, and maybe, you know, we're, we're thinking about, okay, so therefore what? What are we going to do next? How do we get them to uh, maybe catalyze something new in Hawaii? I mean, that's kind of, that kind of puts the therefore what on our shoulders. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and Guy, you could talk to this to some of the books you've written, right? And it's it's all about innovation and entrepreneurship. And if we go after deep tech and high growth areas, guess what that does to our economy? Goes uh, up, right? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so I, I guess, uh, Guy. I mean, I, I, obviously, we got our work cut out for us, and and I think it's exciting. I mean, I I I love the fact that uh, you know we've we're talking to you. We've got some great ideas going, and and maybe we can. 
you know, take this kind of to the next level. Now, you know, I want to hear some some uh, reality. Give me a reality check because, mm-hmm. you know, something that people always kind of tell me is, uh, you know, Bert, I mean, we got some pretty high net worth people working out here, not working, actually owning, owning large parcels of land. Uh, we got a guy mm-hmm. named uh, Mark uh, Benioff. We got another guy named Mark Zuckerberg. We got a guy named Larry Ellison. I mean, you know, they... <laughs> there's always the question, how come these guys aren't doing something or their companies aren't doing something in Hawaii? And <clears throat> I think I mentioned earlier, too, that, uh, you know, we got uh, guys like uh, uh, Jack Dorsey, you know, hanging out on a beach. But, you know, how do we get how do we get Twitter to do something out here or even Square? Uh, what's your what's your take on that? I know I know you already sort of answered it with we got to get to the HR people, but from a from a business transaction standpoint, what do we need to convince them of uh, to to actually consider doing something out here? I mean, there's got to be some value. There's got to be some transactional well, thing that they they you know they come away with. Right, but you know the, the concept that oh Mark Zuckerberg owns a house here, or Mark Benioff owns a house, or Larry Ellison, or Bill Gates, or Elon Musk, or whatever. Uh, they own a house here, so they should do something for Hawaii. I mean, like, I, I don't follow that logic. I mean, you know, they probably own a house in Montana, New York, California, Hawaii, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, Bali. So what? So all of a sudden, they're supposed to help all five places? Um, I, I, I don't understand the logic there. Now, you might say, well, you would think that if they want to ingratiate themselves to the community, uh, they would help. Okay, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But if, if there are people there who think that, well, Mark Zuckerberg owns a, a house here, therefore he should do something for Hawaii, I, mean, I just don't follow that logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> so that, that would be... You know that would be like let's say let's say there's some filthy rich person in Hawaii, right? I don't, know. Mr. Surfco Pacific, worth two hundred million dollars, and he buys a house in Tahoe. So what? Now all the people in Tahoe are saying, "Hey, Mr. Surfco Pacific, he has a he has a ski chalet in Tahoe. Why isn't he supporting the Tahoe economy?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same logic. Right, right, right. No, I get it. I get it. So, I I think we need to we need to really kind of change that that. Uh, uh, discussion or that narrative because you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really even having the discussion at that level, at that CEO level, because they're here. They're basically here to you know take a walk on the beach. So right. you know, it's really kind of more about the the business uh, value and and yeah, I I get that and you know I think that's why we have other programs uh, like the True Initiative and and I don't know, Steve, maybe you can share a little bit about the True Initiative. Yeah, it's really quickly because we're running out of time. It's how do we accelerate the technology adoption at the same time upskill and cross-skill the, the workforce and, and around different technology uh, platforms and solution sets, et cetera? Hey, you know, my, uh, Steve, you're right. And I do want Guy to give us a little uh, plug of uh, uh, remarkable people. And we got only 30 seconds, Guy, so. <laughs> that, we're, we, that's it? Yeah. We're done already? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Okay. So I have a podcast called Remarkable People in which I interview remarkable people about what made them remarkable and the lessons they've learned that they can pass on to others. So uh, people like Jane Goodall, Roy Yamaguchi from Hawaii, Christy Yamaguchi, no relative, uh, Ariana Huffington, Martha Stewart, 
Andrew Yang. So very remarkable people talking about their experiences. And I guarantee you, if you listen to the podcast, you will get to be a little bit more remarkable too. I so we'll, we'll put that link up on the show notes. Guy Kawasaki, Chief Evangelist of Canva, creator of Remarkable People. Steve Arbach, Interim Director of the Office of Innovation and Commercialization. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. And thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll find out about startups graduating from the Hatch Accelerator. If you miss any part of this edition, we can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay awesome, stay safe, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bite Marks Cafe.